am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. In today's episode, we are diving a bit deeper into the concept of curiosity over discipline. I touched on this a little bit last week, and we're just going to go even further in. But first, my rose, bud, and thorn. So my rose today is an I am fresh off of an Enneagram panel, which if you don't know, Enneagram panels are essentially where you get different Enneagram types um, to discuss what it's like to be them, things they've learned, ways they've grown. And um, sometimes you do multiple people of the same type all up at the same time. Last night, we did this virtually via Zoom with the IEA Georgia chapter, and we had like one person from each type talk. And it always reignites my excitement for the Enneagram because it takes this thing that can be very much like book knowledge and makes it more human. And it reminds you of the people behind the language. And it also shows you so much more depth and complexity to each of the type structures. So that's my big win, my big excitement for the day. My thorn is that I'm fresh off of an Enneagram panel, which means I got really vulnerable last night with a large group of people, and I'm way more aware of my type pattern than I normally am, and it just feels a little awkward to be me today. Like, I'm just very aware of my sevenness, if that makes sense, um, and, you know, I have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover, which is a good thing, you know, it's it's nice. It's a good, it's a good thorn, right? Um, and my bud is the weekend. So I'm recording this on Friday. I worked a 12 hour day yesterday, which is super rare for me, but I am ready for like a big crash. I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend. And I like that. I'm just going to take it as it comes and really just let myself have the rest or the play or whatever it is that I happen to need. And I'm very much looking forward to it. Okay, let's dive into the concept of curiosity over discipline. I'm going to start this episode off with an excerpt from my book, The Honest Enneagram. You guys can find The Honest Enneagram at thehonestenneagram.com or anywhere that you buy your books online. If you have a copy, this is on page 21 under the section, Soften Your Path. It goes, we all have habits that simply aren't serving us. The Enneagram shines light on those very vividly. There are self-help gurus out there teaching that the path to growth and change is simply to focus more, to keep going even when it sucks, to buy more products, and to just be better. And I couldn't disagree more. Personal growth isn't about discipline. It's about understanding and making micro shifts to be closer to who you want to be. It's about relationship. I used to think that my lack of progress meant that I just wasn't trying hard enough, or honestly, that I was a failure. If I could just discipline myself enough, then I would be worthy of the good things I wanted in my life. It wasn't until I decided to stop forcing myself into someone else's definition of good that I felt the freedom to truly start making shifts in my life. It wasn't until I quit disciplining myself that I was able to take huge steps in my personal and professional lives. I learned something that no one else seemed to be teaching, a clear-cut approach to personal growth, self-confidence, and creative expression that had nothing to do with shame and guilt. Instead, it's about curiosity and habit shifting. It's about focusing on who, how you operate and why something isn't working for you and making micro-adjustments that serve you better. It's about taking the conversation from just be better 
to what do you need to feel supported in this process, and then setting small, achievable goals to build a new habit. Now, as we talked about last week in our passions episode, I'm not always the biggest fan of the language around the Enneagram, so I can find it shaming and quite frankly, unhelpful. An example of this is calling type nines lazy. So here's how we can use the path of curiosity as a type nine. So let's say for this particular nine, their chosen chosen method of numbing out is to watch TV, and that's a habit that they would like to change. So the path of discipline here looks like I watch too much TV, that means I'm lazy, I should wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow and work out, and then they hit the snooze button at 5 and they miss their workout, and that validates the thought, I'm so lazy. The path of curiosity looks like I watch more TV than I'd like to, why do I watch TV? I'm too tired at the end of the day to do anything else, why am I so tired? I spend all day thinking about and shifting to meet the needs of other people. What would it feel like if tomorrow I did my best to not give my energy away to others? See, when we approach our growth with compassionate curiosity, we're able to treat our symptoms at their source, creating much more sustainable and nourishing results than if we simply focus on the behavior we wish to change and controlling ourselves enough to change it. Now, this doesn't mean that if we, we, it won't feel like work or that you won't have to push through and commit to showing up even when you don't feel like it. It's simply that we're focusing on self-nourishment over self-control. How can I take care of myself in this situation versus how can I contort myself into some version of who I think I'm supposed to be? Self-nourishment and curiosity are important not only in the process of changing our habits, but also in the process of determining which habits need to be changed. Our culture's unnatural attachment to discipline creates a should paradigm where we see other people doing things for the sake of discipline and we wonder if that's what we need to do simply because we're supposed to be disciplined. It's like all in service of the discipline God, right? Instead, we need to find what our needs are and create our habits and our micro shifts around our specific needs for nourishment and support, not simply for the sake of being controllable. Our shifting should align with our values, our needs, and our desires. Otherwise, we're simply manipulating ourselves for the sake of perceived street credit, right? According to someone else's standard. And I don't know about you, but that's not where I want my time and energy to go. I have this one precious life. I want to live it out fully and vibrantly, and I want to follow my vision for what a successful life looks like for me. And I'm not going to find that through someone else's approach to their vision. Now, in tomorrow's episode, we're going to dive a bit deeper into this concept and even get into some practical application. So join me tomorrow if you want to keep this conversation flowing. Now, today's food for thought is from Bill Ayers. Your kids require you, most of all, to love them for who they are, not to spend your whole time trying to correct them. And my question for you listeners is, don't you deserve the same? Thank you guys so much for joining me for today's episode. I hope I see you tomorrow as we continue the conversation on curiosity over discipline. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.